Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for turn number 844. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiyasmacha take10fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family in memory of Fred Lewis, Fabel Yitzchak, Ben Aftali David, Zechrona Levracha. So last week we discussed the, the Mishnah of us, which discussed the problem of forgetting Torah. Uh, we were supposed to make sure we remember our Torah. So I want to discuss some of the values that are involved in remembering your Torah. So, of course, the idea of forgetting is usually a good thing. Usually, when it comes to Avelis, when it comes to mourning, loss, tragedy. So we know that the idea of forgetting is considered to be a bracha. Yaakov Avinu famously was unable to get over his son Yosef, because Yosef was still alive, even though he had thought he was dead, and so the bracha of forgetting was not granted to him, because the bracha of forgetting is only when the person actually died. In Yosef's case, he had still been alive, so Yaakov wasn't able to easily recover from that. So this idea of forgetting being a good thing is also found when it comes to Torah learning, even though, of course, you're not supposed to forget. So why is it that we have this thing of forgetting? The brain does have the capacity to hold everything we ever learn. So the Kohelis Rabbah, the Medrash says, It's a good thing that we learn Torah and that we forget it. If we would learn and not forget it, we would go and take some intensive class and learn all of our Torah over the course of two or three years, and then we would go and do other things. We would, you know, go to work, make a parnasa, and we would not spend any more time with it forever, ever again. Since people learn and forget, one constantly is required to be involved in the study of Torah. And the first one over there say, the idea that God had involving us with Torah was, we should always be busy with Torah. So, you know, listen, if we can be motivated to do so because Torah is important, that's great. But if nothing else, the way we're going to be motivated to stay involved with Torah is because we can't remember anything we learned. And we can't just know Torah, we have to be involved with Torah. So, obviously, the idea of forgetting is solved by review, by going over it again, by assuming that we will forget, and therefore dealing with it in a way that we will be able to handle it. So, many different things are mentioned over the course of the Talmud and Midrashic writings about things that will help you remember. So uh, prayer and God-fearingness and humility and all sorts of things, uh, learning out loud. Those are the types of things that are, are brought down as examples of things that allow us to remember things better. And of course, on the other side, there are things that cause us to forget. Somebody who is, is haughty, who is angry, who has emotional instability, physical instability, they can't stay in one place. All of those things point towards a person who will not easily remember their Torah learning. The number one, the number one thing, I think it's obvious, the number one thing that will keep you remembering your learning is review, known as Chazara. I have a whole safer on Chazara someplace, but I can't remember where I put it. So, we have many Makoros, many very well-known sources about Chazara, what's considered Chazara, what's the importance of Chazara. So, we'll just go through a couple of the ones huh, that I remember. So, for example, 
the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin, one who learns and does not review, it's as if, it's compared to a person who is Zorea, he sows his field, he doesn't reap. So all of the stuff is growing and he doesn't actually take it off. He doesn't make it useful, which is really interesting because that metaphor speaks to a person who put in all the work originally, but didn't get it to a point where it was useful and productive for him personally. And then it continues with a perhaps much more drastic metaphor. It's like a person, a woman, who gives birth, but unfortunately, tragically, buries the child. Again, referring to a loss of actualized potential. All the potential was there, but nothing came of it, which is remarkable. You know, you think that Chazara and Review is just the icing on the cake, you know, it's the extra credit. But really, no, these sources are pointing to learning almost not having been worthwhile if we're not going to review it. The Gemara says in Kedushan, we learn this from a Pasuk and Shema, Vishinantem, what does it mean, Vishinantem, we're supposed to teach our children, but what's specifically the word Vishinantem? The Gemara says, Torah is supposed to be sharp in your mouth, if somebody asks you a question, don't hesitate, instead you should say to them, clearly, directly, swiftly, right away the answer. So one of the reasons to have it in your mouth sharply so that you are able to remember and recall when you need it. Many uh, midrashim and different sources talk to the fragility of Torah learning, specifically referring to how easy it is to forget and brings more metaphors. So for example, the Sufri says, the same way a person has to be very careful that they not lose their money. Okay, that makes sense, and I think we're all pretty good with that. We have to think of our Torah studies in the same way. As it says, uh, brings a Pasuk in Eov, teaches us, it's tough to get Torah, as tough as it is to get gold, but they're delicate and easy to lose, like glass. So first of all, all of these metaphors in this source in the Sifri are pointing to Torah as being something very precious, very valuable. But the same way, it's difficult to get something valuable. It's very easy to lose it. There are other people who want it, perhaps. And therefore, it's uh, supposed to have us thinking of how precious it is to learn. And that learning that we have done is precious enough to have us retain and put energies into keeping it with us. Now, one of the interesting uh, discussions is exactly what's considered review that is enough times to remember. There are a few sources that point in some different directions. The Gemara Psachim, Daf Ayin Bezam and Aleph, refers to a story between Rabbi Yitzchak, Bar Yosef, and Rabbi Avo, and they're talking about the particular halacha, and then it says that Rabbi Yitzchak, Bar Yosef, learnt a particular halacha, Tanimine Arba'in Zimnin. He learnt it from him 40 times. And he repeated it that many times until it was as if it was etched in his memory, put in his pocket. Again, the metaphor of putting in your pocket, like something precious, like holding on to it tight, 40 times. Now, it's really difficult to even imagine. I don't know if I've learned anything in my life. 40 times. 40 times is a lot. I can't even imagine that I've repeated the same Dvar Torah 40 times in public. But 40 times is a tremendous amount of times. But we know from the Gemara Chagiga that 40 times is even just the starting point. 
The Gemara in Chagiga says it refers to, to a Pasuk in Malachi. The Gemara there is trying to figure out a possible contradiction or resolving two different Psukim. And it says there, the Eino Dome Shona Pirko Mea Pa'amim, the Shona Pirko Mea There is no comparison. There is no comparison of somebody who learns something 101 times to somebody who learns it only a hundred times. Now that Kamar seems to be implying that there's a whole extra level when you get into the next hundred. But I can't even imagine a hundred times, a hundred and one times the Gemara is saying is a whole next level item. As it says, because of one time you're considered to be such a righteous person. He says, yes, go and learn from the market of donkey drivers. A donkey driver will take you up to 10 miles for one uh, particular dollar amount, but will only take you past that for two monetary units. Because there's a hundred, there's one unit, and then getting into the next unit costs a whole other extra fee. This idea of 101 times is discussed in a lot of different contexts that perhaps we'll get to a different time. I'd like to close with an interesting Mishnah in Avost Rav Nassim. The Mishnah says, Hu Haya Omer, we're talking about Elisha ben Avuya, a very controversial character known as Acher. But he used to say, A person can learn in 20 years, but he can forget it all in two years. Kate said, how is this? If let's say after studying Torah for 20 years, he sits and he doesn't do anything for six months, he doesn't review anything he learned. He's going to make mistakes in Psach and Halachic decision-making. If let's say he sits idle for 12 months, and he doesn't review he's going to start mixing up names. After 18 months, it'll get even worse. He's going to forget the tractate headings, he'll forget the summaries, and he goes on and after 24 months, he will not review, and then he won't even remember the, the general category headings of the chapters. And finally, he's going to make mistakes, he's going to forget the category headings, he's going to forget the details, he'll forget the outlines. He will in the end sit and and remain silent. It's important to remember how important it is to review. Review is not just something we do as the icing on the cake after we learn, but it seems that review is how we consider something that we've learned precious, and more so, how we bring our Torah learning into actualization. It's like the person who is Zorea who sows the Eno Kotzer. It's almost as if if we learn and we don't review, we've almost gotten nothing at all. So please review. Have a great day.